Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Ready, Set, Mindful podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Bishke, and I'm super excited to talk about today's topic, which is visualization and imagery, right? So those two kind of get used interchangeably, but we're going to talk about how visualization can help you optimize your performance and really improve your uh, you know, mental and physical performance as an athlete. So we're going to talk about what that tool looks like, how you can use it, uh, the benefits of it, and just a little bit of the neuroscience for people who are a little bit hesitant um, or maybe questioning this, um, you know, sports psychology tool. Um, Because sometimes, you know, I've seen visualization, imagery, manifesting, meditation, right? Like sometimes that can be really confusing and people have asked, you know, I've gotten asked a lot about what the difference between some of these things are. So they tend to kind of get lumped into one group when they, uh, visualization is actually really different than meditation. Um, you know, it has some similar benefits, but not exactly. So we'll kind of dive in a little bit there so that you get some clarity around these techniques and you can know how to best use them and which situations um, are best for meditation and which are best for visualization or imagery. So I remember as a, you know, a college athlete playing at University of New Mexico when I first got exposure to a sports psychologist they came in and did a visualization session with us. And I just remember feeling like I was really bad at it at first. (laughs) And I remember going to my sports psychologist and asking her at the time how I can become better at it. I saw the value of it as a, you know, as a pretty cool tool. And I just wanted to become better at it so that I could use it to give me the extra edge that I wanted as an athlete. So that's something that I work really hard to explain to all the athletes that I work with is that visualization does take work. It's active and um, you're not going to be good at it on the first try, right? So it does take practice. I, you know, when I was first starting to use visualization, I remember watching, you know, trying to visualize and watch myself um, have, you know, this ideal performance that I wanted to have and go through the motions. And I remember how, Uh, I kept making mistakes and things just kept turning out negative. And that's something that's super common with visualization. So I wish I had known that from the beginning um, because I just thought I was doing something wrong and that it just wasn't for me. But that's something that you just have to work through as an athlete. So we'll kind of get into that a little bit later as we talk about um, some other techniques. So in describing visualization, the difference between visualization and imagery and meditation, they're all, like I said before, different things, right? So meditation is a tool that can definitely uh, help with performance as well, but it's more so a, a passive tool to, you know, allow you to be relaxed and to really calm the nervous system, right? Visualization is more of an active tool and it can also calm the nervous system, but also reprogram it. So meditation is restful while visualization is active, right? And there's many different styles of meditation, um, as well. So that can be, that can be kind of confusing for people as well. Um, visualization is more active. We, you know, we guide the breath and the mind in a specific direction, uh, to produce a, a specific outcome. And, uh, you know, we, we get our feeling, our bodies, uh, our sensations uh, involved in this, right? So we use visual, visualization as a tool to prepare 
our physical, mental, and emotional state for optimal performance. Uh, optimal performance, increased, you know, immune function, better sleep, all that kind of thing. So meditation, um, yeah, more passive visualization is more active. Meditation is also, uh, you know, can, can be subconscious, right? We were talking about subconscious beliefs and thoughts and ideas that were, um, trying to kind of bring awareness and attention to where visualization really requires us to be alert, um, you know, and be, and be conscious. So that's another big difference between the two. So visualization stimulates the, the motor cortex of our brain and also stimulates the part of our brain that's involved in rehearsal of movement, which helps us as athletes to move more efficiently, right? The more reps we get in, uh, mentally, the more our body is programmed to have, you know, more automatic and fine-tuned habitual um, programming. So it really, you know, going through all of these micro movements in our mind and feeling all of these sensations and emotions that you want to feel um, for optimal performance, it's really helpful for us as athletes. Um, you know, also important to see the scenarios. It's important for us as athletes to see the scenarios in our mind that make us anxious. Um, or maybe where we've made prior mistakes before you have tendency to make mistake at certain points during a game or a race or competition. And so it's, it's really helpful for us to see ourselves working through those moments, um, and seeing ourselves, you know, calm, handle that situation, uh, and resetting. So, uh, for visualization, it's important for us as athletes to see ourselves being successful, feeling joy, celebrating, um, really picturing that optimal outcome. So Bob Bowman, um, for those of you who are not familiar, he was the longtime coach, um, you know, trainer for Michael Phelps, who is, yeah, one of my all-time heroes. <laughs> you know, he's he's amazing. But and Michael really was, you know, he was a massive advocate. I mean, he's a big advocate for mental health, obviously now, but, um, you know, as an athlete, when he was at his peak performance, he would always talk about concentrating on these tiny moments of, of his visualization training and really visualizing these micro moments of success where he pictured his races so clearly in his mind that they were just literally another step in a pattern that started earlier in the day when he was visualizing, right? So his success and his races were an extension of these visualizations. Um, he would imagine racing in his mind and then his body would be conditioned to feel like it had been there before. And, you know, the race, he just showed up and was on autopilot. So that's, um, you know, how visualization, visualization can really, really uh, help you reach optimal performance as uh, Michael clearly, clearly did. So some of the neuroscience that I like to geek out on, um, for those of you who aren't familiar with Dr. Joe Dispenza, he is amazing. He has some um, great books out there. I'll list them in the show notes. One of them, uh, Supernatural, that's an amazing book. Another one is called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, which is a lot about reprogramming, visualization, um, you know, ideal outcomes. So it's a super, super helpful read if you're someone who's struggling with visualization and wants um, just a little bit more clarity. Dr. Joe does such an awesome job with describing 
uh, visualization and um, some some of these really cool techniques. But pretty much in summary, Dr. Joe talks about visualization um, as you know, really making these neurological connections through association. Um, and then those connections become stronger through the constant repping out um, of, you know, of the visualization, right? So the more that we picture ourselves really um, using all of our senses, we're, we're seeing the crowd, we're hearing the crowd, we're looking at our, we're, we're in first person going through these motions, seeing ourselves. Um, you know, performing this technique, how our body looks, um, how it feels, uh, how we emotionally are feeling, what we're experiencing as we're kind of going through these different scenarios. That stuff is really, really important. And Dr. Joe talks about the emotion, like really, really, um, that's what's going to set your visualization apart is, um, and that's the difference between it being successful and you having success with using this visualization as a tool is how deeply you can connect, um, emotionally to the visualization. So, uh, he also talks about the consistency of it. So what I like to tell the athletes that I work with is to do a visualization, uh, you know, before bed and also in the morning, we really have to rep it out. If we want to condition our body to believe that it's been there before it's been through that race, it's been through that competition, you've successfully, um, you know, competed and performed the way that you want to perform. Uh, we have to be consistent about that. We can't just be, you know, a one and done using visualization as a one and done tool. It doesn't work like that, right? It's like going to therapy one time and having a crappy therapist and being like, yeah, they're all therapists suck. It doesn't work for me, right? Like we can't just do a one and done. We have to give it, um, you know, a full, the full college try, so to speak. So he also talks about like with making these connections through association, right? Conditioning your body and your brain. Um, you're creating a, a neurological program, like at a subconscious level. So the neurons that fire together, wire together, and we're building these new pathways um, that are allowing for this reality uh, to, to happen, right. For this path of this successful performance, a successful race in your brain, like that's already happened. Right. So that's the cool piece. Your body can't distinguish, um, you know, actual, like actual from imagined emotions and reality. We can experience it. Um, you know, we, we experience it as if it's already happened, if that makes sense. I know it's a complicated, uh, concept to kind of grasp, but that's the cool thing is that we can actually condition our body on a neurological level to believe that it's been there before, that it's ran this race, that it's pushed through these points, that it's, you know, scored all these points and you've had your desired outcome. Like it, it, it's possible for it to, for you to believe that you've been there before, which is really, really cool. So your body does not know the difference between an imagined, uh, or a truly experienced emotion. Um, so yeah, super interesting stuff. Um, again, I think it's really important to be consistent with this tool if you're going to use it, right? So I, just like with meditation, you want to find a quiet, spot where you're not going to be interrupted, you know, sit down, lie down, whatever's comfortable for you. 
And um, you can, in your in your mind, you know, close your eyes and picture yourself in first person. That's really that's really important. Um, some people picture themselves in third person, like they're watching themselves go through it. Um, and you can do that too to get kind of an idea of like what you look like going through these motions. But then hop back to first person and really feel, you know, feel your body and tap into those emotions and those sensations and maybe even um you know allow yourself to crack a smile or to feel that joy feel what that joy would would feel like feel what that pride that sense of accomplishment would feel like in the first person right and all of those emotions that are uh, part of part of that experience as well and again really picturing the senses who's there with you who are your teammates that are there? What are you wearing? What is your, you know, pre-race or pre-competition like ritual or routine? What are you eating? You're really going through those motions and picturing your day just as you want it to go um, on race day or on competition day. So going through all of those senses, um, you know, feeling, tapping into those emotions that you want to feel, you know, calm, confident. Uh, capable, strong, uh, seeing yourself go through your, your warm up, notice how your body feels, what normally feels tight, what normally feels pretty good. Um, picturing yourself having, you know, no pain. You're just feeling, feeling light using all of these descriptor words for visualization. So that's super important to really enhance the experience and to make it, um, you know, more real. So as more, as much detail as possible, that's super, super helpful. Um, so writing down some of these details can be helpful, um, before your first time going through it, or I highly recommend you listen to, um, I have an episode on visualization, so you can listen to one of those episodes and kind of go through it and have a guide, which is, which is really helpful. So highly recommend like a guided visualization. And then once you get, you know, pretty, pretty decent at that, then you can do it on your own. Um, so again, another disclaimer, give yourself a little grace for, zoning out or feeling distracted or feeling shitty because you're not that great at it. It's going to take a little bit of time. Your mind's going to wander like that's all part of it. So just expect that that's going to happen and, you know, be okay with it. Just keep coming back. Um, and so in that visualization, if you keep seeing yourself making mistakes, things keep going negative, um, things aren't going your way. Like that's, that's okay. Just literally see, um, you know, picture yourself rewinding, uh, and, and, uh, you know, go through it again. So keep backing up and give yourself that, that next try. Um, and it might be pretty repetitive, but keep, keep going through until you can see yourself, um, you know, performing optimally how you want to perform. Right. So, um, some benefits of visualization or imagery, right? Obviously you're going to allow your body to feel like it's been there before. So with things like practice and repetition, um, comes confidence, right? So the confidence is going to be there. Um, you know, knowing that you've put extra time, effort, energy into giving yourself this extra edge that also adds a layer of confidence as well. So just having those extra reps definitely builds confidence. 
Uh, You're going to also feel a sense of calm. So if you're picturing yourself going through this experience, and again, like I said earlier, just anticipating these points in your race or competition where you feel anxious or where you typically in the past have made mistakes or have a tendency to feel stressed, uh, you know, seeing yourself going through those moments in the visualization and also using some tools to calm yourself down, seeing yourself using your breath work, uh, seeing yourself reset in those moments, you know, that's going to allow you to feel more calm when that situation actually does arrive, um, you know, on, on race day or game day. Okay. Another benefit is trust. You're going to feel like you trust your body because it's shown you that it's capable of performing in the visualization. And again, you're repping that out. So you're going to have a little bit more trust in yourself and in your body, which is always a really, really good feeling. Um, Emotional regulation. Okay. So again, back to those moments that those moments in a game, we all know those moments in a game or a race when the gun goes off or, uh, you know, it's game point or critical high pressure situations where we have a tendency to let our emotions bubble up. We're feeling super stressed. Um, we're feeling that pressure. We're feeling tense, anxious, tight. Um, and, maybe angry if we make mistakes or frustrated, you're seeing yourself going through that. And you're also seeing yourself calm down and come back from that. So you're practicing emotional regulation in the visualization, which is going to allow you to actually be emotionally regulated when, uh, you know, when reality hits and it is time to perform. So those are some cool benefits. Um, you know, you, you have that extra edge, which again, breeds confidence, um, you know, come, come time to perform. So visualization is an amazing tool. Um, I hope you guys took a little bit, uh, from this episode and if this is something that's helped you or you know, a friend or teammate who can benefit from this, make sure you share this episode with them. And I look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Take care. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Ready, Set, Mindful podcast. Make sure to join us next week as we have another episode for you. If you haven't checked out readysetmindful.com, make sure to check out our free mental toolkit to optimize your performance. And if you're not following us on social, make sure you do that. We're on Facebook, Ready, Set, Mindful, and Instagram at Ready, Set, Mindful. Make sure to leave us a review if you liked what you heard. Always look forward to seeing what your guys' thoughts are. We will catch you on the next episode.